0: Welcome to the Run Back to Jesus podcast, where we are going to let go of all the weights holding us down and run the race God designed us for. Well, I hope you and your family had a very wonderful Christmas. We are now in this week between Christmas and New Year's, and I feel like this is such a week of just regrouping. From the holidays. I know a lot of people like to look back on their year and see, okay, how did things go? What things went well, what things do I want to improve upon. And then the new year is usually a time where people look ahead to the next year. And what are some goals and things that you have planned? In the health and fitness world, this definitely becomes a season of talking about health and fitness goals. And to be completely honest, I am not someone for New Year's <laughs> resolutions. I truly believe that when you get that nudge to change, that it is time to change, you don't need a date in a calendar. But I also think for a lot of people. This is just naturally a time of year where it's like, okay, I've just got through the holidays. I want to start taking care of myself. Maybe you had a lot of holiday parties and treats and you just want to start feeling better. And so it is a season where health and fitness kind of becomes in the forefront. And so what I want to do today is talk through health and fitness because it's an amazing thing, something that I'm so passionate about and talk about some of the red flags or the traps that I kind of fell into in my health and fitness journey and and how you can have some tools to help you fight back because In my career as a nurse practitioner, I did so much work in the emergency room, and I would see day in and day out people who would come in, they are alive, but they are not living because they are fully consumed by health problems, and a lot of these, a vast majority stem from lifestyle choices and a lot of people have the power to change the course of their health with with some simple exercise and good nutrition and so it's a beautiful thing <laughs> but if it's a beautiful thing we know that the enemy is going to come after and so it becomes this fine line of exercising to take care of your body and then not falling into some of those traps like exercising to look a certain way or to have worth and i've fallen in to a lot of those things over my journey and so we're going to kind of walk through some of those today and then hopefully again, give you some tools to help you. So exercise and nutrition has entered my story really in the early teenage years in high school. I started with a genuine way to really just want to lose some weight. I was a little bit heavier than I wanted to be. And so I remember thinking I wanted to lose a little bit of weight. And so I started watching what I ate and exercising a little bit more aside from just the natural, like being active in sports. And as I started to get into it, I didn't really have tools and resources on how to lose weight, but what I did have is a very athletic background, and that is you work really hard, you push through, and you get disciplined. And so that athletic nature started to come through in my weight loss journey. I just became overly disciplined with nutrition and exercise and very quickly went the wrong way. So I became the person who was obsessed with working out, felt like I had to work out every single day. I had to run every single day or I was going to gain weight. I would weigh myself maybe 10 plus times a day. I had very distorted body image and also just this fear of gaining weight instead of losing it and a lot of guilt and shame over if I overate or I didn't get a workout in and so it was just this very, very unhealthy way of going about a health journey. And in in that season, and this was mostly during my teenage years, it kind of faded in my early 20s. But in those teenage years, exercise, what I ate and my body appearance was my idol. And so that's a trap that we can fall into while we're doing something good of trying to take care of our bodies. We can completely go the other way. And so I want to Help you so you don't fall into that trap. So, here are some red flags in my story. And if you've got any of these going on in your story, these are some red flags and some things to look at. First, I was finding worth in my body, and I was finding worth in things like how many days a week I could work out, how fast I could run, the number on the scale, uh, how disciplined I could be in my nutrition. These were all things that were telling me that I was worthy if I could do those. And this was a red flag. Some other red flags were seeking emotional therapy, primarily from exercise, primarily being the key word here. So if I had a bad day, I'd go for a run. Now, let me tell you, exercise is an amazing source of mental clarity. There are so many mental benefits. But what was happening was that was my go-to. If I had a bad day, I was turning to that. And I was putting it ahead of God. I wasn't even seeking God at all in this season. And so I was trying to use exercise in that manner to be my primary source of comfort in life. Now, you could certainly say, I've had a bad day. I'm going to go out for a run and I'm going to pray while I'm on a run and connect to God. Awesome. That's great. But I wasn't including God into the picture. And also with nutrition. I was very, a quote unquote emotional eater, but not in the sense that a lot of people think of emotional eating. For a lot of people, they think I had a bad day. I'm gonna go eat a bunch of sweets or a bunch of carbs and that's gonna be my way to emotionally eat. And that definitely is a way of emotional eating. But for me, it was, I've had a bad day. I'm just gonna be super mindful of my nutrition because that's one thing I can control. And so in either sense, it is trying to use food or restriction of food to use a physical substance to fill an emotional void. And food's just not intended to do that. Then another red flag for me is shame and guilt. Shame and guilt are not something that are from God. And so if they are in your story in any way in your health and fitness journey, that it's not from God. It's from the enemy. So if you feel shame because you missed a workout, red flag. If you feel shame because of how your body looks, red flag, shame and guilt are not from God. And then the last red flag, and I didn't really touch on this in kind of my history, but just was this all in mentality, this idea that I had to be 100%. So I would do like all in things like I'm going to be 100% on my nutrition and I'm never going to eat a bite of ice cream again, or I'm never going to have a bite of cake or a piece of pizza. Um, I'm never going to miss a workout again, and and this is, again, not a good thing. Red flag, red sign. So how do we flip the script? And I want to share just how I have done this and kind of my journey with this and hopefully just give you maybe some tools and maybe you'll find some other things that are helpful maybe you're just like, whoa, I just hit all those red flags? Like, I got some work to do. Um, so first thing that really helped me is a faith-first or God-first mentality. So It was really learning that while exercise is a beautiful way to help my emotions, one, that may not always be an option, and two, that's putting exercise ahead of God. And so it was learning to put God first, and it was learning to put God first in the start of my day, so starting day with prayer and starting day my day with knowing Him. And then it slowly started to become when things were really heavy on my heart or something was just bad, it was turning to prayer. And let me tell you, that was just the shift that I needed, and it was really re reprioritizing the things in my life and putting God back where he belonged and putting that up first into my life. And and honestly, just praising him and honoring him for my body. Before, I was very resentful of my body. Like I have PCOS, it's hard to lose weight. Or when I was overweight, I didn't like my body how it was. And so it was really flipping that switch to say, God, thank you so much for this body and loving my body where it is. Also being thankful that even though I have health issues, I can still take care of them. And loving him first so that in the day when my body doesn't function how I want it to cuz at some point all of our bodies are going to fail us. I still have God. And so if you get an injury and you can't work out and you still have your faith, there you can get to the end of the road and life is over, you still have your faith. And in doing that, The next thing that really helped me was understanding that my worth comes from being a child of God and nothing else. So you have nothing to prove with God because you are already his. And this can be so easy to say, but it's also a really different and difficult thing to live out. And to be honest there are days where I still struggle with this. And what it has taken is just some time, some patience, and some prayer. And it's also just talking to God and saying, hey, God, I, I really don't know that I can do this and believe this in my own power, that, that I can really say, I'm worthy because I'm yours. Can you help me? Can you help me Live this out and help me and just remind me and help me see that you are enough. And so it is just reading scripture over and over, getting to know God and a lot of prayer, time and grace. And as you grow in your relationship, the other thing that has been tremendous in helping me in this journey is removing shame and guilt. And and really just realizing that shame and guilt are not from God. Shame and guilt are from the enemy. Shame first entered in the garden once the serpent came and made Eve sin. So shame is a result of sin. God's perfect plan for us here does not include shame and does not include guilt. And so it is just recognizing that. And I think for me, the thing that really helped too was just being so empowered that, you know what, this thing that I'm feeling is not from God. This thing is from the enemy and it is trying to take me away from God and the plans he has for my life. So it's just recognizing that, that shame and guilt are not from God and just removing them from the equation and reminding yourself of that over and over and over again. Then it was truly understanding and kind of touched on this a little bit, but that your body is a temple, for the Holy Spirit. And for me, what was so eye-opening to me was in the Old Testament, God dwelled in a tabernacle. And if you go into Exodus, you'll see how he spells out like how his dwelling place was supposed to be when he was back with his people way back in the Old Testament and so much attention to detail. There's pages and pages. And then Jesus comes and his name is Emmanuel or God with us. And then when Jesus leaves, he sends his helper, the Holy Spirit, And and now our bodies, we are a temple for the Holy Spirit. So God dwells in us and God dwells in our body. And I just thought, you know, if God put that much detail into his physical dwelling place back in the Old Testament, and now he's dwelling in my body, like I want to take care of this gift and I want to give God a beautiful place to dwell the best that I can, right? Because again, our bodies will fail, but it is also knowing that if I have the chance to take care of this gift that God has given to me, I just wanna do it to the best of my ability and to honor God through that. And then it is grace in the journey. You don't need to be 100% all in. This allows for you to have flexibility, right? When your kid's up all night and you have not slept, you don't have to say, well, I've 100% got to get this workout in. And then you, you skip the sleep, you get a half effort workout in, and you don't get good results from it. You're exhausted. You snap at people all day. You say things you don't mean. And then it just kind of carries over everywhere else. Where when you realize, you know what, it's okay. My kids are up all night. I'm going to sleep in today. I'm going to rest and I'm going to come back strong tomorrow. And then you just let it go and you don't experience shame and guilt. So just learning to have that grace for your journey, knowing that you're not defined by how you show up, is just such that weight lifted. And again, just realizing you have nothing to prove in your health and fitness journey. And that is a beautiful place to be when you can show up and do that. And so as we go into this new year, if health and fitness is on your heart, just a couple other little things that that I do that help me and maybe will help you too is one just pray about it. Ask God how he would like you to use your body to honor him. It's remembering and seeing our body as this beautiful gift that we get the chance to take care of and honor through movement. And and also too, just realizing for me, it is realizing how I feel the day I get a workout in. When I get a workout in and I feed my body with good food, I'm more present, I have more energy, I'm more calm, more loving. So more of those good characters characteristics can come out. So it's just seeing that and knowing that, you know what, I'm going to show up as I can. I'm gonna get this done as I can and and know that I'm not defined by it. You can start right now also releasing the ideas that your worth is determined by how well you take care of your body. So no shame and no guilt. And just do the work to take care of it. Do your best and let God do the rest And, and just see the beautiful things that come from it because your body is amazing. And I always tell people, your body wants to feel good. It is amazing to me how much we can do to our body, how much it can go through, and it still wants to come back and restore itself because our body's amazing. Our body is just, it's mind blowing when you learn how it works and how it all functions and it wants to feel good. And so maybe you've not been taking care of it. Again, no shame, no guilt. To show up today and do one thing to, to help get moving in the right direction and just celebrate that and find gratitude for where you are. And then it's also remembering that at some point, all of our bodies will fail us and so it's it's understanding that it's respecting it and just doing what we can with what we have. So I hope that this gives you that nudge to take care of your body. I fear the one who's kind of falling into the traps of complacency or feeling like you're too busy um, or any of those other things that the enemy can put around it. And then if you're that person that's kind of been way too far in, maybe this will help you pull back a little bit and find that nice sweet spot in the middle. If working on your health and fitness journey is something that you are doing and you would like a Facebook community to support you, we'd love to include you in our Faith First. It is a faith and fitness community on Facebook. Um, There is no cost or anything to join. We talk faith-based topics in there, um, health and fitness, faith-based topics, and really just get that community of like-minded individuals who are all in different places in their journey, but just want to come together for a common goal of putting God first in their life and then honoring their body through movement and good nutrition. So we will put that link in the show notes. And then we want to share one more little exciting piece of news. We are going to keep our prayer and workouts, our live classes at no cost going forward this year. We really just want to make this a beautiful ministry and way to serve you. So be looking for those. Schedules will be a little bit different the next two months, but after that, we'll be back to weekly. So we will get those posted and would love to have you. All the links for all this stuff is down in the show notes. But before before we end today, let's end in just a short prayer. Dear God, thank you so much for the amazing gifts of our bodies. Help us to fight back against the temptations that help us idolize our body or find worth in our body or shame and guilt and help us to simply find gratitude for this beautiful gift we've been given, to honor this gift through movement and nutrition when we can, and then knowing that ultimately it comes down to seeking you above all else and putting you first in our life and letting everything else fall into So Jesus, we just ask for help with that today. We ask for help with whatever area we are struggling with when it comes to this body that you've given us and just help us to find that strength in you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, we want to thank you for being here through 2022. This was the first year of our podcast, and it's truly been an honor to share with you. We would love to hear from you. What topics do you want more on? How can we best serve you in the year to come? And if there's something that's just speaking to your soul, you're loving, let us know. Or if there's something more, please reach out because we would love to make sure that this is serving you in every way that we can. We'll see you next week.